No one knows about that ooh, on the ooh, podcast. That's, <laughs> we have to release well, I mean, all of those at one well, time. This is the this is just a ramble that eventually yes, Andy fades into. We slowly like, come into this. We don't have to give away all our secrets. It's fine. Um, it's good to have some secrets. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, I, I suppose actually before I I we we dig into it too terribly hard, I should get into the proper attire. Uh oh. Is it getting naked again? Oh no. This is becoming increasingly oh, yeah. more visual jokes for an audio only. <laughs> Oh, and uh, let's see. <laughs> Good. Right, oh yeah. yes, great. Wow. Uh, a little hydrant. <laughs> yeah, the dude. The We're dude, gonna do the dude. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you drank Mountain Dew? Was that literally just for the for this? Oh yeah, this is bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Sup, soups. <laughs> oh my god. All right. This is insulting. Man, T- Man TJ. Looking looking real fresh, my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. Considering your favorite thing that? to do is Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, he's got it all all the all it checked off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, movie, flight... this, this movie fucking slaps. Yeah. <laughs> Did your flight back from DC go well yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Okay, I I I think I'm my my opinion of the movie is improving as it hits my stomach. There we go. That's all you needed. Mm-hmm. You you got to watch it with a gut full of MSG and caffeine. Yeah, just a gut full of yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm breaking so many of my own rules right now. Good. Mhm. For the well, for the movie. And this is this with... is all for the yeah, this is all for the for the film. There you go. <laughs> It's all for the film we watched, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, this is still you bad. know, <laughs> he's regretting it so fast. The Doritos didn't enhance the Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, that's supposed to be the perfect <laughs> combo. What do you mean? I don't know. This sommelier pairing is questionable. <laughs> As we are sitting here, watch TJ devolve deeper into this Daniel Day Lewis level <laughs> performance. Uh, I I reminded myself that this is. Another episode of the podcast, Never Seen Any of This. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm TJ. And I'm Raymond. <laughs> and uh, it's Fanuary. Fanuary! Look at okay. us go. Yeah. <laughs> and we finally, we're finally making good on a promise that we made in July? Yeah. Was it before that, even? I think I'm going to say probably... I well... Have, I have my inbox hmm. open, but I'm not looking at... Oh, here it is. Uh, okay. Yeah. Nine, what was that date? 9-3, so September. Oh, September. That's okay. not so, bad. All right. yeah, that was right before all our theme Corey's months. Request, so. Which is a year plus old. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to we'll get to his. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that uh, eventually. But, which is funny that we're uh, making that one last. We're making him yeah. wait the longest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deservedly so. Well, for this for this first month in the new year, we've decided to get caught up on some of our some of our recommendations because we actually have quite a bit enough to fill up a whole month of a month of movies yeah not like we have enough movies to recommend each other but no with all the all the fan recommendations we got enough for a whole a whole month 
Yeah. It's Perfect. because we love giving back to the fans. Yeah. We were mm-hmm. like, let's start out with a positive month, and everything's also been positive in the news. It's just been great everything's all been around. Great. Nothing, no, nothing's nothing. bad has happened. <laughs> yep. It's been a great 2021. So great so far. I have had a delightful night note. online. I will say that. It has okay. been a delightful yeah. evening. <laughs> nothing even resembling doom scrolling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say that the past couple hours places. have been a lot of fun. But Today's been been a bright spot because they uh we are we are recording this on the night that the the president has been kicked off of twitter so yeah there's a there's a little bit of celebrating going on there that's a nice little nice little sp- <laughs> happiness spot in this i i almost re-downloaded twitter just to tweet because i knew that i could and he couldn't <laughs> yeah, like, like that, that almost kind of yeah. felt kind of good you it's, know it's so good too because he keeps taking other people's accounts and then as soon as he starts posting twitter bans it immediately good so he just keeps popping up and keeps getting deleted again it's so satisfying watching figure there out what should take next there are a couple days that are just like the best possible days for Twitter where you just log on and it's nothing but dunking and perfect mm-hmm. jokes. Mm-hmm. And today was one of those days. We're getting one of those days. Yep. Uh, the the day he got COVID was another one of those oh, days. Great yeah. day. <laughs> and then the day the Cats trailer released was another all-timer. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones that will uh, stay in Andy's mind forever. <laughs> days that for will you. live in infamy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just a little tiny Pearl Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> Every dive on Twitter. Jesus. But uh, yeah, we watched we watched a movie, and I think I'm gonna hand it over to Raymond. I'm gonna let sure. Raymond introduce this one. Yeah. Sure. So this was recommended by my lovely, wonderful girlfriend Jessica. Thank who, you, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. We also all agree who is lovely and wonderful. Yes. She yes. also wanted to say hi. She's one uh, little over. <laughs> yeah. How excited yeah. did she get when she realized we were finally doing it? Uh, it wasn't so much excited as like finally. I, because, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, she's well. been mad at me ever since for not doing it. <laughs> I can't wait to th- thoroughly disappoint her. <laughs> yeah, we <this is> good. <laughs> wow, I'm. I will probably have the the best take of this movie. It sounds like, but. Yeah, so Jessica has seen this movie. I asked her right before starting recording. She watched this movie three times in theaters and wow. since then has watched it ten, like total ten times. So, wow. Jesus I, how, Christ. How it was did she great. not get sick in the theater? <laughs> That's She's all how. She has two screens I actually and a imagine it was keyboard. easier to watch in a theater. Yeah, I would have thought so too. Okay. When, I, when we, were, we watched the movie together, she gave me an ultimatum last month where... We were doing the date night. DJ's eyes when you said an ultimatum. <laughs> not, not that she was going to leave me, although it might have gone to that if we waited another month. But, not for that thing. Not different thing. I love her so much. But the ultimatum was either we rewatch Howl's Moving Castle again or we mm. watch this because it was a date night. And I was like, I would rather take, as much as I love Howl's Moving Castle, I'd rather take a movie I have not watched. So we, I watched yep. this a month ago and the entire time. It was kind of like, oh, we're finally doing it. It's, it's here. Yeah. And I don't know if that colored my, my watch of the movie or not, but I, I don't think it's a, a perfect film. But I think, judging already, I think it's I probably have the brightest version of the take <laughs> for this movie so far. So, um, I'll, I'll explain uh, how uh, Andy and I watched it. So, oh, good. Uh, like a month ago, Andy and I were talking. We were like, man. We can't stay up all night anymore. We can't pull all nighters anymore because we're old. And we every time we, we hang out, to... we'll d- 
partake oh, in some substance. We were gonna we, we always to... drink or something, so then it hits ten PM and we're like, yeah. we can't stay up. So we're like, Kate So tired. On our break on Sammy's break, uh we will stay up all night. We will pull an all nighter. So Saturday before I came but I was coming back to school on Monday the fourth, Saturday <laughs> beforehand. We're like, let's do it. We went to the store. We bought snacks and energy drinks. And we started this movie the first thing we did. (laughs) Chugging energy drinks. We gave it the best shot that it possibly could have. (laughs) We pulled an all-nighter and watched this movie while pulling an all-nighter. So... That's and how we did it. Started it. it. That, was the, that was the tone that, yeah, yeah. that was like the, like the most guaranteed spot that you could hope to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. set the tone. And at the end of the movie, I was probably the most tired I was all night. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for a nap at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, so, we, I mean, depending on what point Andy is deciding to fade in uh, this episode, <laughs> you might have already gotten a little peek behind the curtain. But we also um, like to uh, have funny little names for our, our audio files when we send them off to Andy to, to put them yep. to compile them together for the episode. Just a little joke for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to feel it's appropriate to reveal my hand here and that uh, okay. mine is uh, TJ dot audio uh, hard snore Henry. <laughs> oh, hard no. snore Henry. Nice. Wow. Now, which I is will brutal say- and extra, but, <laughs> uh, but I felt it was appropriate. That is good. That's a good one. I will say this. I cannot in a million years imagine watching this movie alone. Mm-hmm. I watched it with Sammy, and I feel like I, I enjoyed myself. it more than if I would have watched it alone. So right. I, I was like, there's no way TJ liked this movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way it had any sort of shot with See, old I, th- I think as it was going on, I was uh, the more and more Jimmy showed up, the more I had fun with it, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think because I remember the, yeah. like, the hype behind this movie, and like, you gotta see it in theaters, and like, it's the first of its kind. I didn't realize it was a lot more of a B movie than I realized. Like I thought it was a much more had much more production behind it. I guess oh, I'm not it, saying that it, it was, was like, like a no. straight up B movie. By Andy Gogo. Right. See, and I yeah. guess I just didn't expect that because I just I remember the hype behind it and being like it just was a huge thing that you got to see this. It, and even I mean I'm looking at the poster that Andy has has his background and it just looks and even that's the other thing that like the opening credits were like super high production value of the guy getting like stabbed through the neck and like people getting beat up i thought like that looked really really good and that is not what the movie was and i was like oh this isn't a high production cool animation yeah that's what i thought the whole movie was gonna have and it uh-huh. kind of let me down in, in that aspect so the i imagine i did a little bit of looking up how they made this movie and from what i gathered uh-huh. it was an absolute nightmare to make Nobody mm-hmm. enjoyed making it, <laughs> except Charlotte Copley had a fun time, but he arguably was has, like, the most fun part in the movie that's right. not just, like, a stuntman. I think he said it's also his most challenging role he's ever yeah. done. I, I heard like, that, yeah, and he talked about that when we were watching it. And it, it, it premiered at a bunch of festivals under the name Hardcore, so it was just called Hardcore, and... And I can imagine seeing this with just blind and being like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting idea. But then it had like a massive bidding war for people who wanted rights. They renamed it Hardcore Henry. And then I remember they promoted the shit out of it. Right, movie. yeah. They really were like, it is the movie. It is the one take movie. It's first person. It's going to change the way we see movies. Like it was one of those things where they right. were pushing so hard. And it is not and, a one-take uh, movie, even no. remotely. 
No. <laughs> no, there like, are ten people who play Henry. They, there's a lot of takes. <laughs> oh, is there? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's ten guys, including the but director. I feel like the, mm-hmm. some of the cuts were even like, I was like, what? Like, it would just cut to him farther down the hallway. I was like, why is, and obviously, like you're saying, it's the production part of it, of, like, switching out people or, like, switching the shot and getting ready for it. Right. But, like, those cuts were, like, not seamless at all in some places. When you, I guess, uh-uh. like, you're expecting it to be more of a one shot because you're, like, going through with yeah. him. For to have those cuts, I was like, oh, okay, this is a little jarring that it's cutting. <laughs> I, and I, I think, think, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, where, where, where I think uh, something like this is is different in uh, in comparison to something like a John Wick, mm. where that that is like very much like a bunch of Russian dudes uh, that look like they're uh, like H and M models, you know, <laughs> like uh, in Infinity Bullets and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, like there's that's like a certain niche. There's like a certain appeal there, and and I don't I don't know because. Like even that is basically you know a movie in the hands of stunt people like right. that are directing it at that point like it's it's stunt coordinators who have who are now running the zoo, and yeah. so I don't know if that was like some some sort of magic in the the planetary alignment with like the production on that where like on paper it sounds like probably one of the dumber movies you've ever seen but it just like all comes together and it's amazing so like. So I don't I don't know where like where how how this differs in a, in that way, but it's like like the like the Russian guys with like desert eagles and mm. and women with their tits out and cocaine and 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 this kind of thing like that's that's the, both of those things are happening in both of those movies. Right. So like I don't know why it just doesn't translate for me. I, I, guess I will that's say what we can discuss. the story of John Wick is like is really interesting from like a production standpoint, where like the guy who wrote it wrote like a couple C or D level movies that went like straight to video and the original script of John Wick is like noticeably worse and what them and then what actually ended up on screen so i don't know how much they changed and when but yeah yeah that movie is John Wick is immediately improved by the fact that the people running the show who took the script from the original writer then rewrote it and like our two stunt guys who know how that works Meanwhile, this is a script that is not, uh, I don't know how much they changed it, but that's not, like, they don't, that's not even the focus of this movie in the first place. So mm-hmm. it's it's all about the stunts and how they did it, which I think mm-hmm. for me is the selling point of the movie, but it definitely the script does get in the way a lot <laughs> of that compared to something yeah. like John Wick, which has been incredibly worked into, like, a good, solid unit. I think John Wick also has, like, they they knew that if you have something like that and a, and a, a plot that's so thin, mm-hmm. you got to bring in other things to make it cool. So, right. like, the cinematography in John Wick yeah. is amazing. All the choreography in John Wick is amazing. Not to, that I think that the choreography in Hardcore Henry is not really good or impressive. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see it. Right, and if you can have the best choreography in the world, but if it's not filmed well, you might it might as well not be there because I think it's way more it leaves way more of an impact when you have the full package in something like John Wick, mm-hmm. where you have the sound editing right. and the the video editing and the cinematography right. that all comes together to make it even more impactful than if it was you experiencing. Let it. alone, and I think. Uh, Keanu Reeves doing the stunt in right. front of you, right. like actively, yes. like knowing everything and doing it himself. Mm-hmm. 
And I also think that a Hardcore Henry, and I know that the 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 intent was to make it feel like a video game mm-hmm. where you are the mm-hmm. main character. And there's definitely, and like, so parts wants... of the plot that are definitely like that, too. Like, mm-hmm. moving like it, a video it, game. And it wants you to, like, you to be in the mindset that you are Henry. Mm-hmm. Which, that works in a video game when you actually do have control over the character and can make those decisions. I think it's way harder for an audience to make that connection with the main character right. in a movie when you're the when you're a passive uh, when it's a passive experience like that, a video game is an active experience, and mm-hmm. that's why you connect with a character that doesn't have a name that people are talking to you with. I don't think it it translates to a passive experience like a movie very well at all. It just seems. And now they've weird. even like done live action like video games where you also get to play and make those decisions as right. like a videos like playing out that came out like after this, where that is actually puts you more into it, and then you actually get to make the decisions. I wonder if they. I mean, they pr- would never do it, but it'd be cool to like for them to cut this into it than an actual video that, game where you get it would to work play really it. well. Right. I would argue it would work better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. I think that's the 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 limitation that I have is like I'm I'm not I'm not very into video games in the first place, but I have played through things like like Black Ops, like through the story mode or whatever, just because that's 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 fun and historical and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you but, played through uh, all the but, Halos, didn't you? Yeah, you get to. You, 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 TJ you plays know, COD for the plot. <laughs> <laughs> and that one I did, admittedly. Right. And so, like, I think where that has a huge lag up on something like this, because it, I think it, it ends up shitting the bed because it's, it's lumping itself in with video games right. and not, like, not just in the fact that it's the first person perspective the entire time, but it feels like a fucking video game mm-hmm. as far as, like, the the bad guy and the introduction to everything like all of this feels mm. like the introduction like parts like when i'm playing the first mission in the first halo or whatever mm. when you're like learning when you're like augmenting your fucking you know x and y axis to make sure <laughs> Crouch, that the brightness on your screen look around is right, you know <laughs> exactly like that's how that first part felt you know it's him getting used to his body you know that now that he's got these different attachments or whatever so where a video game has tens and tens and potentially hundreds of hours to expand on this story and have you do little side missions and side little things that you know are all parts of a whole and all lend to the experience and all ought to contribute to the narrative if they're good this is an hour and a half two hour long movie and so you've got these elements that are in there and they're recognizable so they feel comfortable and they work for the people that are there to watch it because it's already familiar to them because it's like a video game. Mm-hmm. But for me, it just doesn't have the format to where it can actually expound on these things that in an hour and a half are fucking cheesy or, or don't, don't feel like they work very well because I haven't had time to, for it to trick me into this being cool. And I, <laughs> and I feel like, you know? and I'm thinking because they don't have that time that it works better as like the concept works better as that music video that they did first i remember us being so excited about that music video i remember even watching it like all the way through for the first time at tj's house like and pulling it up on the computer and showing it to us like that was such a cool like and again it's a music video so it's only a few minutes long you see the concept you're like that's really cool then doing a full movie of it is a lot harder right the it's the director's band and he made like i think three or four videos for his band doing the exact same thing and then they turned it into what if we did this as a movie? And, and is there, there is there I, one of their songs is probably in the movie, right? I feel like there was a point where I was like, that must be their band probably. playing right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a scene where he's in like a giant building 
and it's like they he's trying to grab shit from the building that definitely like and they're hopping through windows and shit. It was like, oh, that's from like one of the music videos. It was mm, like okay. they had an idea of like heist the heist through the building they do. It's definitely from that. But yeah, he did a video for the weekend, and it's like this is the guy's up until this point. This is what this guy's thing has been. Oh yeah, dude, Ilya the false alarm Nishua. music video. Now that you say yeah. that, I'm like, oh yeah, that is just like mm-hmm. this. <laughs> yeah. And, and like he had teamed up uh, with Alamo Drafthouse and did, yeah, their don't their, don't text in the their, theater and don't yeah, talk. Their don't texting mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah, and I think all of those examples work better. Right. And why I think that this movie would have been way more impactful if it was like an extended first person sequence in the middle of an action movie like this. If the rest of the movie was you know a regular movie and right. then maybe for like a really long first person scene then you would walk away and people would be like oh but it's an okay movie but do you remember that scene right Whereas it's like I the feel uh, like trying to make it's like the one shot at the beginning of uh specter where he's like along the rooftops and shit yeah one of the most memorable moments of that whole movie right. <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think that when you have a movie that is a first person perspective for the full is it two hours long is it a two-hour movie yeah uh... I think a little bit less, but right around there, yeah. I it might be less, just right yeah. at one thirty, but it, it, you know, when you do that, you have to keep upping yourself. You have to keep one upping. The next scene needs to be be just as impressive or more impressive to keep that gimmick going. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it did and that in some places, like the chase with the tanks. In some places, and you I know, think like in it, some yeah places, but a lot of the time it it tries to rely on, and they the movie was originally going to have a way more serious tone mm-hmm. and they decided okay we need to make it more of a comedy to keep people on because if you're going to have them you know buying into this gimmick for an hour and a half then you also need to keep right. it funny and mm-hmm. i would argue it, it is funny but it's a very strange type of comedy in this movie yeah. it's a very non-hollywood style of humor mm-hmm. very rush <laughs> it there, there's rushing. a cut scene, I guess, where, like, the horse that, like, I guess Henry's going to ride a horse. And yeah. instead, the idea was, like, the horse is going to get hit and they'd have to euthanize him. Oh. And they thought that was, like, funny. It, and they're they like, were, oh, wait, oh, Western, was, Western audiences aren't going to get, like, no. <laughs> it wasn't that the horse was going to get hit. It was that the horse was going to get bit by a bunch of rabid dogs. Oh, he was fuck. going to kill the dogs and then be forced to kill the horse. And when they, and, they were like, that's probably not going to land. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Honestly, the funniest part of the whole <laughs> like, movie, I feel like. I think they like... might fail to see <laughs> the humor in killing a bunch of dogs. And the funniest part of the horse. movie, I feel like, is that part with the horse where it's, like, playing the epic music and, and then he falls off of it and he doesn't even the horse i feel like that is like the funniest part of the movie <laughs> i think for me it's uh the um the hippie charlto i mean yeah. character is, is besides far, far yeah his funniest. character because that's like what andy's talking about if this was a movie the same movie but not with this concept through the whole time i'm all in on uh copley's character just like him coming back all the time like i would watch uh-huh. th- th- that was the best part of the movie and i love that him just continually coming back and being different people was so like so much fun <laughs> he was having and a sort blast. of playing again with like the video game thing of like him respawning right or right and, like mm-hmm. so that was fun but and and i think for me it falls into the same thing of like split where i i think it's a great interesting mm-hmm. exercise for this talented actor in an otherwise not very enjoyable movie for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like split i like, I like split, split too, too. <laughs> but 
Who's shocked? <laughs> no one here is shocked. I will not disagree that it's entirely an acting exercise for James McAvoy. Right. 100% right. over the is, rest of the movie, but I still I think I forgive that. a lot of the other things in that movie yeah. because I enjoy uh, McAvoy mm. right. and his performance. And and this this one, I mean, like it's 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 good and it's fun. I really enjoyed like the also the like the uh, like the World War One British soldier guy with the, yeah. with the mustache. Yeah, that was that was fun. And it also makes me wonder, like between because there's like some monologuing in it mm-hmm. that's obviously like pretty written out. And I I just I would love to see you know the actual script for this and see how much of this is just like, all right, you know, this is the outline of the character that we have for mm-hmm. this, you know, particular cyborg version or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. go out and do, do go riff as as an old British guy with a mustache now. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, I don't I don't know how much of that, yeah, was on paper or, or how much, because honestly, if, if it was just riffing, then yeah, I, I have to give you more kind of credit to mm-hmm. Copley in this because that was, that was pretty fun. Yeah, I looked it up. The movie is an hour thirty-six. Okay. And the budget was okay. two million. Wow. With part of that being crowdfunded to finish the special effects. Hmm. And it made yeah. sixteen million. And again, yeah. some of the stuff, like again, like the tank having tanks in it and stuff, yeah, and like tanks cool. some of the stuff was really cool that they pulled pulled some of the stunts off. Mm-hmm. I will say that, man, this movie ends abruptly <laughs> like yeah. it's one of the most like what just yeah. okay it's over kind of movies that i've i've experienced <laughs> you've reached the objective point it's it's over yeah. yeah and from what i gathered uh the whole team was like very much ready to be like this movie's gonna kill we're gonna get our sequel and mm-hmm. we're just gonna be off to the races and i don't think this movie did very well oh. i did well for what it is but it didn't land any I think not enough for them to greenlight no. a sequel. Right. I think they, I think Ilya and Charto Copley said they would do like they were both willing to do a sequel, but they were like, uh, if people wanted it, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's got an eighty nine percent from Google users, but then a fifty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a fifty one percent on Metacritic. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's very iffy with people. And I really I, don't. I, I would like to know what you guys think. Again, this is plot talk, but I did not like that his wife turned out to not be good. I didn't really like that. You didn't like that twist? No. <laughs> oh, he did all that for nothing. Good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I didn't really care about their relationship from the beginning, no. and I know, and I know that that's the movie kind of hinges on you the character of henry really only makes sense if you know like how much he loves his wife (laughs) i i like the idea of the way they spin that to they have to give cyborgs like an emotional attachment otherwise they don't give a shit about anything so the fact that they all have the same memory about like losing their wife i think that's like that's a neat idea I i do not know if it's like really thought out into the movie like that but it's i think that's a cool idea that and they I, just I will like toss. And I will just straight up say that, that the main bad guy was like bad in this movie. <laughs> like I don't I couldn't be, he first came in at the beginning and I was like, "Oh no." That's when I realized that this was not a high production movie like I no. thought it was. When he came in and started yeah, talking, I was when, like, "Oh." Yeah, when Julian Assange yeah. strolled in. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is not what I thought." He's like another so, Russian director that's friends with the mm. director of this movie. Mm-hmm. So here's what I was able to to find out just from a little google search is that so this movie only cost two million dollars to make and they took it to festivals 
Okay. And w- worldwide, it ended up making only $14 million. Mm. But for a $2 million budget, two not mi- bad. That's, that's exponentially pretty good. Mm. How much was the marketing? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> STX bought it for $10 million. Okay. So whatever they bought it for, usually the hand of thumb, as you can assume, half of that is going to go to uh, a marketing budget. And mm. I imagine they spent more than that because they went, this movie is going to make more than that. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, so yeah. I can. So yeah, I'm. Money on this. I'm guessing that they probably it did not make a profit. <laughs> yeah. Even though well, it, it only did for cost the director, two million dollars to make. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Not for the well. not for the distributor. <laughs> yeah. And do you guys know what he is doing now? What his next project is? I do. No. Enlighten me. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> We've we, talked about we, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hmm. the uh, it's nobody the the John Wick oh. esque. The Breaking yeah. Bad He's... tie-in of John Wick. Right. Bob with, Odenkirk's uh, John Wick. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Written yeah. by the John okay. Wick guys. Mm-hmm. I'm, okay. I'm interested to see what he would do with that and to see mm-hmm. how he would do with a non-first-person movie. Yeah, and I, just think, yeah. Like it, yeah. I, I want to see what Bobby does. Your good friend yeah. Bobby, so, TJ. He's not my good friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, he I mean, was, he was I nice think... I think I would have enough confidence to know that, like, okay, this guy's an action director. Mm-hmm. I just would much rather see a movie that's not first-person shot right. on GoPros well, directed and, by yeah. him. There was nothing in the trailer for nobody that indicated they would do that. But if you're going to get this guy, I mean, there's got to be a sequence where they do it. Because right. otherwise, it's the only thing he's done. And go ahead and do that. Because right. he can make a, a sequence like that mm-hmm. remain interesting, even if it's an extended sequence like right. that. I think, because his music videos are all mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think they're cool experiments. But I just, my attention span and, like, my patience for it doesn't extend to the length of a full movie. <laughs> well, and also, I don't know if, it, it, you know, it's, it's sort of the same thing with like Guy Ritchie movies where you're like waiting for some event to happen and then have a flashback where it shows all these different seemingly disconnected things all contributing to a can of mm. milk, you know, rolling in front of a car and making it explode or whatever the fuck. And Boy, then you bruv, when I was just a bloke, I went back and got my milk in the pocket. <laughs> oh, wow. Peter Jackson. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so you come to expect that as a thing in all these in these all these movies now and so like his thing is doing like you know first person oneers with a bunch of action in them or whatever and it's like i don't i mean can you build a career around that sure probably mm. you know like you know not one really worth discussing too terribly in depth <laughs> but you know hey fuck go for it brother i mean like and those music videos are really fucking fun mm-hmm. and they and they and it, yeah. it's sort of i think the same problem for me that i ran into with like kung fury where it's like kung fury works for about four and a half minutes right for for a trailer you calm down over andy's gonna fight you <laughs> andy loves kung fury <laughs> i also love kung fury but it goes through I so many different kung... yeah <laughs> i love kung fury and i'm very worried that a movie version is not going to be good <laughs> I mean, it was Didn't, it was been happening for like years now. It and just, it must be stuck in development hell or something. Because I thought yeah. I saw like a forty five minute cut of that. A, it's a movie now at this point, isn't it? Oh no, the there is a how long is the actual version? Feature. Forty minutes. Okay, yeah, that's what. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, that was oh. yeah that that was too long. <laughs> that's what teaches. No, I think it, I think it gets right to the point where any more would be. Yeah, there's a feature length. I like a I like the forty minute cut period. <laughs> TJ is saying it's no. compared to something like Turbo Kid, which works really, really, really well, and still knows what it's doing, and oh, it's sort Turbo of like an Kid. 80s homage thing. 
Man, yeah. we recorded. They we did an episode on that. We did that so on the podcast. Yeah, the old podcast. Yeah. 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 I did. okay. I have not given my opinion. Oh so yeah, I was far gonna say you gotta you gotta oh, tell us why Jessica I, loves this movie so much. <laughs> I cannot explain that more than what I think about the movie as well. I Good. think you've described in negative terms what she likes about it in positive terms. But <laughs> but okay, I get it. I but you can't take that away. That's great. I I liked it. I don't think it's particularly good narrative as a film but i thought it's a really good video game adaptation that doesn't have a source material behind it it's it's not you know it's not uh, it's it's not uh script wise anything that's gonna blow you away and it's definitely not executing on all cylinders what you would hope for with this kind of format but i think what they're mm-hmm. doing is really interesting from maybe like a production standpoint of like most movies that try to adapt video games just like skip out entirely on 50% of the experience which is like being there and playing it and so Mm -hmm. if you are if you are most times when they're adapting a video game to a movie they just take the the plot points out of it and then just like throw it on like a regular movie and I feel like this is a really good concept of what you could do with like a video game that you're trying to take like a first person that you're trying to take into a movie for like parts of it mm-hmm. it's it's really good it's kind of like i mean not the same quality not the same level but like robert zemeckis working on fucking cgi movies for a decade it's like this is this is a lot of i think concepts that could be taken and improved upon much later by people more skilled but mm-hmm. the fact that like it's a group of like the it's a minimal crew Henry is played by like 10 guys including stunt guys and the director they're all also other people in the movie and they're doing shit that like mm-hmm. it's not generally seen as like filmic material I think is and, and it's portraying stuff that happens in video games in a video game way and I think that's like groundbreaking for what it is but it's not doing that much to move the conversation forward someone that is like got more money and more of a crew and talent all together I think could make like take ideas from this and execute it and like make a like a really good adaptation of like a POV video game or something from I this. think that and I think that the comparison to the mocap Robert Zemeckis mm-hmm. movies is a good comparison mm-hmm. because those movies aren't great they're no. not movies that you want to watch over and over no. and nobody really reveres them as being like great but everybody does kind of admit that like they did push that technology Mm -hmm. and we did i mean we only got avatar because of the polar Mm -hmm. express and you give it tell me i can't watch polar express all the time watch that every year i don't want to imagine a world without avatar (laughs) jesus well but what i'm saying is james cameron you can't deny was able to take that technology and and right. do we make a better, more entertaining product? So we're, you're telling right, me they're, that they're, I'm thinking I need to thank Hardcore Henry for John Wick. Is, <laughs> is, is that what you're saying? No, because I'm because John Wick came out a year before yeah. Hardcore Henry. Oh really? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Well, well, like there's so I guess that's squarely squashed. Yeah, there's, that's there's like the, I thought this a, came out like some, forever ago. There's a, came out in 2015. There's technology oh, wow. from Avatar that like James Cameron invented where it's he was shooting scenes and he's got like a camera hookup to like a tv rig and as he's filming stuff they're loading into the tv like the cgi assets and backgrounds Mm -hmm. so as he's filming it they're like pre-rendering it into the tv screen so he can see how it looks 
in real time how it's kind of going to look as the finished product. And that's something that I, I'm pretty sure the Marvel movies are doing in some way or another. Yeah. And for whatever they have finished at the moment, because those movies take like a year plus to finish yeah. after they're filming. But, you know, there's the they shot this movie with like a bunch of GoPros strapped to their chests to get the right mm-hmm. angles. And like they're really doing the stunts themselves for a lot of it. Or someone is really doing the stunts themselves. Hardcore parkour. Yeah, and doing a lot of and, parkour. And, it's stuff you don't see. And I think see. that that style of acting with the GoPro on mm-hmm. your chest is it's it's not something that you can like recognize as good acting, but it right. is something that I imagine is incredibly difficult and you have to be really, you have to have a technique in order to make it not feel weird. Right. This so is a movie have, that's I've... exercised in like stunt work and camera operation uh-huh. and it's not yeah. it's not the best at either in showing you why that's important. But it, like have, it's doing it. I have two examples mm-hmm. from when I did okay. acting in film school where <laughs> oh, okay. I can I can speak to these things. And uh, one of them is uh, a project that I did where um, the director was sort of trying to um, uh, emulate a, like a peep showy kind of thing of, uh, with perspective. And so part of my job as, as an actor in it was to wear a motorcycle helmet that had been rigged up with... 3D printed ears oh with God. little microphones in them to do binaural recording for all this different Ooh. shit. And so like I'm I'm just trying to replicate like comedy scene. It's like a stoner comedy thing and oh, I've wow. got this like fucking rig on like I'm an astronaut. One of which was a scene that I was shooting with a live snake. And so <laughs> like how have I never things. heard about this? How have I never heard about this? <laughs> it was it was awesome. It was really fun. And I wasn't doing stunts or anything. Like, I wasn't doing anything remotely mm-hmm. physical. I was literally, like, sitting on a couch and, like, moving my head like I was talking, but, like, more exaggerated. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my neck was fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. And so these guys are wearing rigs that are twice as heavy as that and, and like, actively destroying their bodies in the process. Mm-hmm. And they, like, I think two of the guys, like, fuck their necks up. Probably. Like, really, mm-hmm. really, really, really bad. And so I will I will definitely give um, due, due credit there for, like, how tough, like, how physically mm-hmm. arduous uh-huh. it was to shoot this. Um, and then the other thing is that I shot another uh, thing for a buddy that was supposed to be like pretty pretty silly, and and it involved like a, an extended scene of me shooting a bunch of fake guns, <laughs> and uh, and that is also very very difficult to emulate properly, like like all these all the these right different weight, things. The right way you hold it, all that. I know nothing. Yeah. I right. know nothing about guns. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, you go out and shoot guns all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know the first thing. And and it looks it looks very silly mm-hmm. with, with doing that. And that said, I I think also I was so awash in the uh, being enamored with like the the sounds mm-hmm. that they that like the sound design and the action packs for like the muzzle flashes and like blood splurts and all these other things so just around that and then even using like the audio for that arnold schwarzenegger uh, yelling in predator or whatever <laughs> at a certain point like you know that this was like a lot of like boxes being checked for me as like a fucking re- reprehensible nerd uh-huh. but like <laughs> But I, 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 because I wasn't in Hardcore Henry, I'm not one of those guys that got like stabbed or shot or whatever in this thing. In like in this in this big tidal wave of, of dudes, you know, like I, I don't have skin in this game. I think is my is a big problem mm-hmm. for me. 
and it's the same thing with like video game stuff where like when I'm watching Let's Plays or I'm watching somebody that I'm friends with playing a game, I have skin in that game for personality or, or whatever else is, is going along. It's, it's not the actual thing that's going on. It's the personality that's attached to it right. that I have skin in the game with. And because I'm not controlling Henry personally, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not making these choices. It's not like a Jabberwocky type um, experience where you, you can actually steer the, steer the narrative, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing or a final destination four. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. remember which one where you could pick a bunch of shit, but you know, that, you that is that an element in it. So it's, it's tough for me to get <laughs> invested in, in, mm-hmm. in this kind of thing, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, but I think that's not speaking to the movie as a, as a problem. It's speaking to old man, old man TJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, TJ, we got to talk about the, the third thing that you did uh, for school was uh, when Andy was filming something and he needed smoke and you blew your vape to make smoke. Oh. That is another one I had <laughs> yeah. to bring up because that is, that's, that's, that's classic. That's awesome. <laughs> I what can I say? I, I'm a regular fucking Greg Nicotero. <laughs> I think I credited TJ in the credits of that one as um, Smoke, as smoke Boy. Machine. Yeah, Smoke Boy. <laughs> smoke Boy. Okay. Best Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Best Boy. Uh, I think that this movie would have benefited if it had come out a couple years later because I think they would have realized that this would have been a project much more suited for VR. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. a couple years late, I mean, VR is pr- at the point now where I feel like they could do a really interesting, cool action movie completely in VR and have it work better yeah. than watching it on a movie screen. I feel that honestly, when we went to watch this, I was like, put, I got to put on my VR headset. I'm surprised they haven't like come out with a version of this that you just would put. I'm sure They're you can watch movies in your VR headset, this. but man, you probably get real sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it. I watched it. I knew what the, the, the trick of it was when I started watching it. I knew it was going to be like a first-person whole thing. I knew that. Mm-hmm. And a couple minutes in, I was like, I'm in. That's fine. I could totally see why people like immediately would be like, nope, I'm out. After like five minutes of it. Because you have to be like in it and with it and accept that that is what you're going to be watching. Because it is hard right. if you're not into that. If you're not into that experience, you're like your brain cannot take it. Then that's not going to be. And I, I, a fun it time. wasn't for me. It wasn't that. I think it was just mainly the the cuts that for me right. I think was the kind of the jarring thing that kind of messed with me was that it wasn't as fluid as mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be. That kind of messed well, with me. Well, and and I I keep drawing it back to John Wick mm-hmm. for comparison. It's it's, it's all sort connected. of a watershed. <laughs> it's sort of a watershed thing. But uh, I I think uh, another thing that like the difference between like like competent and impressive stunt work and then something that lends to a movie that is rewatchable and and stands on its own merit is having the action have dynamic mm-hmm. and and move the plot forward. Yeah, you know, like like have a little sort of like vignette within an action sequence, like. I can I can offhandedly reference the the fight between uh, John Wick and Common's character in uh-huh. John Wick Two, and oh. you can you can Oof. speak to the fact that that's fucking that's opera, yeah. Like <laughs> like the way that they're going back and forth to each other, like call and response. It's like a piece of music, mm-hmm. and and so there's there's impressive things being done, like jumping from a moving these these they are jumping from moving vans, mm-hmm. like there's there's mm-hmm. they're not fucking faking any of this shit, and so like that's 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 great mm-hmm. um however like i can point to like the scene in the in the bathhouse at the club mm-hmm. in the first one and that has dynamic that is drastically different 
and it's not just like tonally different where like okay this is a different punk song that's being played while a bunch <laughs> of people are getting shot in the face like it like it's it's a right. very it's a totally story spot. beat each action mm-hmm. each action scene in john wick is scripted like a dialogue scene but you've taken out all of the dialogue and replaced it with like an action beat so like that's that's mm-hmm. something that like makes it so unique especially well, they, it i'm gonna go watch story. john wick now see you guys later <laughs> and and hardcore Henry absolutely operates like get to this place right charlotte copley's gonna deliver where you need to go next go to this next place right. charlotte copley's gonna be there to tell you where you gotta go next he might reveal a little like plot point or plot twist mm-hmm. but then he's gonna be like we gotta go here next and it's it's it feels in, like a video game in that every single time you come across that person they're gonna give you the next checkpoint i felt like mm-hmm. if they did the, the there's such a, a the terrible doom movie with the rock if they redid that, but then like <laughs> multiple sections of that Doom movie were like hardcore Henry style, that'd be perfect. There, there yeah. is. There's a first person. There's scene. The, well, it's, yeah, not it's, the, it's not done. It's not. It's not done as well. Like but it's the yeah. best part of that movie. That's, no, that's notorious. I forget Rosamund Pike is in that fucking movie. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, what a disaster. Um, <laughs> I I think the the like like the objectives sort of being being placed in in front of you know like like moving on to the next thing or whatever mm-hmm. is like it's it's a nice like convenient plot element mm-hmm. and and it's a com- and again kind of leaning into the like the comfortable elements of of like grouping it in with like a video game type mm-hmm. thing yeah um that said i think um again in sort of like trying to like apply the diversity to it and and try and and you know, it, it, it moves the plot forward, but again, it's just like, it's just so, it feels just very ham, ham, right. <laughs> it's ham-fisted. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not delivering it in a way that's, that's, that's interesting. And, and I of... also think that the, like, a, just some of the, some of the tone of, of some of the jokes or whatever mm. is like, I felt like I was reading a fucking 4chan board of like, that's the gayest jacket I've ever seen, and I'm gonna totally fuck your girlfriend. Oh, also, like, like great. they posted so... clips of this on 4chan three years before the movie came out, so mm-hmm. that's definitely like part of where their audience was. <laughs> right. Yeah, like every every little video message from Julian Assange hinged on like, oh god, your wife's pussy smells so good, I can't yeah. wait to sleep her. That hurt. Like, that, hurt. Like, that hurt every time that happened. I'm like, okay, like this is this is. Yeah, cool. Yeah, this. I feel like I'm I'm watching a comment board. Right. <laughs> it, it, so, it's so funny to yeah. me. Like, I think the action is like remarkable in this movie for what they did, but I don't remember mm-hmm. most of what happens other than like the no. sliding down the the escalator sequence. I think and the jumping through windows bit is cool, but like the Guy's things I remember most. Stabbed with a screwdriver. Yeah, the things I remember, remember most that. though are Shartel Copley. Right. Like, I th- that's what I was gonna say. Because again, we watched really this funny. on. Saturday, so a week mm-hmm. now, and the main yeah. thing that I was could think of was the stuff with Charlotte because that's <laughs> what stuck with me the most. I think his his song sequence where he does like all the characters are falling through doing bits of the song singing yeah. is like that's yeah. incredible for this right. movie. Yeah, that's great, and like he gets to do a bit of everything in that one scene is really cool, really cool idea. And then, yeah, it's all like the things I remember most are just like a couple vignettes, and then like every weird thing Charlotte Copley does because he is having the most fun. And then the and bad again, guy just if, like... If uh, that was like a, I was just going to say, the bad guy has the force. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They just put that well, in there too. And I'm, 
and with the Charlotte Copley bit, like again, like uh, I think that's this that's this guy's like oeuvre, and mm-hmm. and I can imagine you know sort of like a singer in a band doing this for a music video. Yeah, <laughs> like, like all these cool bits are things that he's like legitimately good at, but just it shouldn't really be a movie. Be in a yeah, movie. <laughs> like. You know, uh, it's it's tough. It sucks because there's gold in them, their hills. Mm-hmm. Right. But like like you said, like I can't point to like a death that's super super notable mm-hmm. or like an action sequence apart from like oh yeah they the time they fought the the really big guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> okay, like fuck, like okay. I mean everything's cool, but like not noteworthy. Right. You know. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, I don't know. So uh, um, recommend your movies what? on Fanuary so we can uh, shit on them for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> One of us can defend them, <laughs> and then the other, the, the re- remainder of the time, we can try and find a delicate way not to shit on it too hard. <laughs> there we go. Join us next week while we shit on another movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that this movie <laughs> wanting to be like we're the video game the movie. But I feel like, in at least its narrative structure and how it gets you there, the video games have evolved beyond. Right. <laughs> a lot of video games do it a whole lot better than this. I thought for sure this came out when we were in middle school. I thought this movie yeah. came out when we were nope. in middle school. Like, I can't lie. I was like, oh, it came out 2015. Five years ago. Yeah, so. There you go. Besides, wasn't, wasn't it that, that Adam Sandler video game movie? That's the best one. You know, Pixels? No, or the, you know, Josh Gad fucks Cubert? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> TJ, right. do you know do you know who directs the movie Pixels? Do you know who the director of the movie Pixels is? Hey, if you tell me Kenneth Branagh, I'm gonna fucking. It's out. not Kenneth. Branagh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He's got his journal out. It's it's still pretty shocking. It, Christopher Columbus. Well, sure. Directed okay. the movie wow. Pixels. Okay. I don't like, like that. Doesn't feel like his brand. Home Alone's Christopher Columbus. <laughs> A man that has no visual trademark of his own. Makes a movie Harry that's Pot? entirely thought to yeah. be Adam Sandler. Did the first two Harry Potters, mm-hmm. and then takes a long time off to Pixels. <laughs> Great. Good. There's your filmography. You did it. <laughs> I mean, he did something. A talented else. man that did a lot he, of different yeah, things, but <laughs> I think it's very strange. That He's like he a Ron Pixels. Howard. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm. He can make a movie. If it, is it a memorable movie? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe wrote the Goonies. <laughs> he wrote yeah, the Goonies. You get a Willow every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Willow slaps. Yeah, yeah. First two Harry Potters yes, are arguably my favorite. So, I like the first. Just, are you Potters kidding me right now? Are we gonna have to no. fight about this? No, we don't I have think... to. I would. You could argue and say which one do you like is the. You could say the third one's the best. The third one is the best one. And yeah, you're wrong. I would agree with you. <laughs> I, th- I love them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fifth one is the only one I do not like. So I that agree. Like the one where Dobby dies. You like that's your favorite and your you favorite like scene. <laughs> I agree with Raymond that the third Harry Potter is is the best movie. Right. But m- those first two came out at prime time for little Andy. Yeah. So yeah. those first two, I will argue, might be my favorite. But I right. do think that the third one is the best movie. There you go. And if you also said that the eighth one was your, was the best, I'd be like, yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> a man of many opinions. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, means... the best person. I mean, yeah. Right? Who? <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't I was going to say, talk about how insane it is that a franchise like that just blossoms and pops out of nowhere. No Thank you, author, Christopher no Columbus, for it. coming up with those movies. Yeah, yeah, Christopher Columbus came up with the world of Harry Potter. You're right, yeah. <laughs> Man. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remarkable. Well, it sounds like we've run out of things to talk about hardcore. <laughs> just shitting on it. <laughs> That was hardcore. I love that Henry. we'll acknowledge Harvey Weinstein's existence, but we won't acknowledge Jake. <laughs> <Weinstein. laughs> <Don't exist. laughs> I mean, sorry. Uh. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> one of those is a real person. The other one's a figment of all of our imaginations that we all collectively dreamed up. Yeah. Man, it's like crazy how how effective that Mandela effect can be. <laughs> Got us all. Well, we got a whole bunch of fun stuff coming up for the next month in January. January! (laughs) January. Andy, if if someone wants to recommend a movie for us, where would they do that at? Well, they could do it in a couple different... If you've got the fucking cojones, if you can can stand the heat. If there... If there is a Kenneth Branagh movie out there that you are just dying to get TJ to watch, hop on over onto Twitter. We haven't been suspended. We're still up on Twitter. Yeah, we're still there. And and you can reach us at NSAOT pod. And uh, you can also send us an email to Raymond at never seen any of this pod at gmail.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. I and will share them with the group. Come, you can also come over to Facebook. And, also not uh, banned on there either. Patreon. Yeah, not banned free on Patreon. <laughs> old Zuckerberg's got no problem with us hanging around <laughs> on there. No. We're not inciting riots. <laughs> We're just having a fun time There might be a riot movies. in this Give us house time. after my girlfriend hears this. Yeah, I feel bad for Ray. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't say that too loud. <laughs> um, but you, yeah, head over to there. And, uh, we're on all of the different po- podcast platforms. Uh, if we're not on your favorite podcast platform, let us know and we'll do our best to get up and running on there. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for January. Me too. It's, it's really fucking cool. I'll say that. That we have yeah. enough that we could do a whole month around it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it fit perfectly. So. <laughs> January, we did it. It sure did. <laughs> Alright, now we need to go around and all say how great the movie is so that Raymond can just play this part <laughs> oh, to her. <laughs> Everybody, play the last 45 seconds. Yeah. Everybody say one nice thing about Hardcore Henry before we <laughs> well, I don't I think thought, that's necessary. Okay. Okay. I thought that Charlotte mm-hmm. Tocopoli was very enjoyable, and I would watch more movies with him. I don't think he's had the career that, that he deserves, because I think he's a very interesting actor, and it's not his fault that Neil Blomkamp puts him in shitty movies. Mm. Okay, Great, Andy. Tammy. Okay, um, uh, when I had energy drink coursing through my veins for the first time <laughs> since, I think, like, middle school, it really um, was a more enjoyable time. Um, it really got my uh, blood pumping and my, uh, my heart thumping. When it got ripped out of my chest in that one scene, so. See, I didn't even remember that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond, no, these are good things. <laughs> All right, uh, TJ. Uh, I'll 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 give a nod to the to the practicals um, in in this. Um, there's there's a lot of action packed stuff going on for a lot of the blood, but um, but when he's like ripping open his own chest to swap out batteries and, and all those things, um, I thought that looked great, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the um, practical stuff that was used, like the the fake neck getting stabbed through mm-hmm. in the in that opening slow mo sequence yep. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that looked great. Um, great. So I'll, I'll that's 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 there you go. That's <laughs> that's my little chest. I already did my part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we Raymond helped Raymond out more than anyone else. So. You, yeah, you were you were the paladin to to defend. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about does it for this week's episode of Never Seen Any of This. We will uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, we'll just say bye bye bye. bye.